Okay, so I just had a very interesting vision which shows me things are definitely changing. And, you know, I want to hope and pray with everything inside of me that is changing in the right direction. The hope inside of me says that it is, but is it ever really all good no it's as high as and as low as good and as bad to every change and you know throughout this process I've been reminded of Coretta Scott King and you know female leadership a lot there was this woman emperor empress in China a long time ago. She was seen to be extremely brutal. She killed her husband, who was the emperor, and she would cut people's heads off like that. And she also, if I'm not mistaken, she had multiple lovers and, you know, different things like that, but she ruled and she was one of the most powerful and persistent ever rule in I don't want to get the name mixed up or wrong, so I'm not going to say the the error. But the Lord showed me this months back. I came across a movie. In this movie, there was this emperor and this fashion designer and this empress. The emperor, he was extremely promiscuous. He was a whoremonger. He would have sex with every woman in the village as long as this fashion designer designed the dress. The dresses flattered these women on such a level that, you know, he would have sex with any woman in it. And he was cheating on this empress. This empress, you know, hired this fashion designer as her personal fashion designer. He even tried to he even tried to swear another woman in as a as another empress behind this empress's back. And, you know, she didn't allow it to happen, but he would have allowed it to happen. And so she fell in love with this fashion designer, seemingly. And this fashion designer stood by her side because he fell in love with her. And he he started to design these dresses for every woman in the village just to prove that any woman that he put a dress on, this emperor would cheat on this empress with. He would have sex with her. And he did it. The emperor did it, proved him right. And he designed dresses for this empress, and she was never seen naked outside of this man, outside of the emperor. But when the emperor found out that he seen her naked just for just to design a dress for her. He chopped off his head. And, you know, in the movie, it's not clear if she ever really had a real affair with him. It's just that he saw her naked and that she was falling for him because he actually understood how much of a whoremonger the emperor was. Now, I'm not quite sure if these were the same... This was the same empress, but... I did a little research surrounding the movie because it was so interesting and it was so good. 
and I believe, you know, that it was the same woman. Um, this woman. Now, I don't know if it's true. This may be deception of Satan, but I believe that, you know, I had a chance to speak with this woman. And, you know, the Lord is telling me I could speak every language in the world. And I feel like with this morning with, you know, my sound being stolen, it's in Arabic. It's in an entirely different language. And I've been told I can see, I can understand all the different languages. Um, a couple weeks ago, I heard a song by Justin Bieber. He was singing it in Spanish, but I understood all his words in English. So, um... It felt as if I was practicing that. I was practicing speaking all these different languages. You know, even the ancient languages that that no longer exist. But this woman, she spoke in ancient Chinese. And I believe I had a word with her. And honestly, she was very... She was very blatant. Like, just crass. I don't know. what. Not even really crass. Just, like, she was honest, you know? And if I'm not mistaken, you know, the, the conversation, I believe, consisted somewhat of, you know, how difficult it really is for a woman and how, you know... It's not that she automatically admires any woman who who overcomes adversity, but just that, you know, she understands, if I'm not mistaken. And I said that the only thing I, I wanted to hear from her, not the only thing, but one, a big question I really did have for her was, she seemed to be so brutal. Was she, like, really good at fighting, too? Because I know that a lot of women rulers are also really good fighters. And I wanted to know one of her really good moves. I'm not sure if she told me, but I think that she did. I think that the conversation consisted of her teaching me, <laughs> cutting people's heads off. But um, she was not. She she seemed she she. I think she said something like, "I can be seen as brutal. I can be seen as brutal." But maybe we agreed on the fact that if it were a man, it wouldn't have been as much of a big deal. So she got brought up again recently. She was on my heart recently in these last couple of weeks. And I can't help but to think that, you know, it's possible that, you know, this is a pooling, like a pulling together all of the women that possibly have impacted me along this way. Because I even heard about Harriet Tubman a few nights ago. You know, she was actually involved. And then there's Missy Elliott. She just showed up. And then, you know, I've I've heard about the prophecy, you know, Missy Elliott being in the prophecy somewhere along the line. It's like it's happening now. But it kind of shows me that it, we're nowhere near done. Like, we're probably not even halfway. And, you know, these things are happening. And I'm wondering if the reason why a lot of the women, you know, leaders are being brought up and, and and reintroduced right now, the historians, the women historians are being reintroduced right now. Is if this is because, you know, this is a 
a big roadblock for me about the man-woman issue. I hadn't wanted to address it because I said to myself, if I don't have that, you know, in my heart, then it's not a hindrance for me. But, you know, unfortunately, that is not true. I see a lot of these hindrances as, you know, I've seen a lot of these hindrances as just hindrances anybody would have to go through. Anybody who wanted to actually make a difference in this world and change the world and do something on a major level would have to go through these many different things, no matter what, man or woman. But it feels like maybe it's being brought into perspective a little more. But it feels like when I when I take a closer look, the real things that are, you know, biased as far as man and woman, you know, maybe aren't as big of a deal as they may seem, though they affect and impact me every single day. Like, it seems like what's been brought into perspective recently is that I'm not allowed to be on the level that I have worked myself up to. I'm not allowed to be on the level that I've actually earned because the fact that I'm a woman and some people may see that as a really, really big deal. And actually it really is because every single day that I'm fighting very hard to get back to, to get to the level that I'm supposed to be with God and I cannot get there and I'm being held back because I am a woman, that makes it a big deal. But, you know, I constantly have things that I've worked so hard for and earned taken away from me because you know, I'm a woman, and then I have to hide behind a man. I have to have a man vouch for me. I have to have a man with me doing these things in order for them to allow me to do anything. Otherwise, they say that they'll take everything from me. It will have meant nothing, and, you know, they'll kill me, and, you know, I won't make it anywhere, and, you know, I won't be able to do it without a man, you know, vouching for me, and they all agree each and every single last one of them, I think. Each and every single last man agrees, even if the man is willing to help me. So, you know, it, it feels like it's being brought into perspective right now. And it's sad because it's like if I'm having such a big, hard time and, you know, it's this difficult for me to get to a certain level, then any woman that will possibly want to help me, she probably is facing the same adversity. So, you know, even with all of us pulled together, sometimes I wonder if it's even going to be impactful enough to change anything. So at the end of the day, I cannot depend on the fact that women will side with me. It's about the fact that God does. He has designed this position for me. You know, he's placing me in position. There's nothing anybody can do to stop that. No matter how upset they are about it, no matter how much they take me through because of it, no matter how hard they try to fight me out of it, they cannot stop it from happening. And that's the blessing at the end of the day. But that does not take away from everything I'm still having to go through. I'm suffering constantly. I'm tortured and I'm tormented and I can never hold a place because I'm constantly pushed out of these places and pulled down and pulled back and held back because men don't want to see a woman in that position, even though I've earned it. I've more than earned it. I've 10 times over earned it and I still can't be there. And, you know, that's what it feels like. It's been brought into perspective today. So I had this vision and this vision 
I'm at this dollar store, Dollar General, and I'm getting like candy and stuff. And it's like Halloween decorations all the way in July. And it's so weird how I keep seeing stuff like this. Like I keep seeing references to like Christmas and Halloween. And it's like I've been seeing them since April and it's, it's July, you know, it's way too early for that. But I'm in Dollar General and it's Halloween decorations on the shelves. And, you know, we're playing in masks. And I see that I am, it must be a crowd with me, but I couldn't see, but it's a crowd of kids. So I'm fighting very hard to get the kids in. And when it comes to me and where I stand, I've always have to be seen as getting the kids or pulling the women together to get the women to act right for their men. I can never be seen as everything else that I'm doing here. I can never be seen as, you know, helping men up or you know, being in position to place men in position. I can never be seen as, you know, an actual true leader. I have to be seen as somebody who is, you know, oh, she's just here helping with the kids. She's just here as a leader of the children, you know, getting the children into heaven. Nobody really wants to tell the truth about all the stuff that I'm doing. It has to be in the background. It has to be a secret. And if it ever, if I ever violate those terms, then, you know, I can't have anything. I can't do anything or I'll be killed. My life is threatened. My family's lives are threatened. That's what they're doing right now. It's so hard and difficult for me because how much I've been going through. Like being raped and beaten and tortured and, you know, made to look crazy. They try and drive me crazy. You know, being kept out of opportunities and over and over and over and over again having to repeat the same work over and over and over again no matter how many times I've conquered it no matter how many times I've made it past it no matter how many times I've beaten it over and over and over and over again having to remain in the same position repeating the same work to get in these same places that I've already made it past then being pulled back and having to do it again and pulled back and having to do it again. And every single time I just get up and I do it again, I do my best not to complain. I do my best not to make a fuss because if I make a fuss, you won't be able to do it. Nobody's going to help you. You're not going to get there. And then these same obstacles that people are looking at me like, wait, so you've made it to this point. You're still, you're still battling these same things. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. You can't be at this place and you still have to deal with this because they want me still dealing with these same issues so that I can appear that I'm not on the level that I'm on. They don't want me to be, they don't want a woman in that position. They don't want you to see how much I've done. They don't want, they don't want me to have any of the credit. They're constantly trying to snatch away from all the hard work that I've done. They're constantly trying to take it away from up underneath me and give it to other people and let them keep it. And I have to fight constantly about the same little things. And it's always so unfair. It's always so unfair. And so in this process, I believe I have somebody who is possibly siding with me, even though they even contribute to this and agree with it. I don't know if they agree with it, but they definitely contribute to it. And it's like, maybe the Lord is showing me like this person I've placed in your path because they will be somebody who will see it as unfair too. But they actually still, you know, take advantage of it. They take advantage of it as well, though. And it's like, it kills me because it's like, even the very person that seems that 
the Lord was seeing was still take advantage of, you know, me not being able to do certain things because I'm a woman and it's not fair. You know, why, if that were me on the other end, I would stand with this individual, I would stand with you. If you're not allowed to do certain things, if you're not allowed in a certain place because of, you know, an unfair bias, I'm going to stand with you no matter what. But it seems like they do, but they still reap the benefits. And so it's been revealed. And I said, you know, I'm not trying to focus on, you know, the negatives. What is really the real difference between man and woman? There's no difference in God's eyes, so there's no difference to me. And then it was revealed, like, this individual literally stayed with you and did each and every single last little thing that you did. They mirrored you exactly. But they're up here, and you're down here. Because he's a man, and you're a woman. And so they've snatched everything from me. Everything from me for trying to do God's work. And... I can't even speak up for myself. I can't say nothing about it. And it doesn't even matter that it's God's work, even if they are, you know, followers or believers of God. They still will make it hard for me. They still will snatch everything from me, and they still will try to put me out at any level, no matter how much I've gone through or how much I've done. So maybe the reason why these women leaders are being brought up, because maybe they are helping right now. Maybe they're doing everything they can to keep this from happening to me. Because they don't appreciate the way that I'm being treated. Something that's been brought into perspective lately is attitude. Now, I've said that the attitude, the attitude is the one thing that I would have to just understand. You know, not really, not fully, but the attitude, I can understand it with God. Because God is not going to show any mercy. You have to have a humble attitude. You have to operate in a spirit of humility to even be allowed in God's presence. So I have to understand that. But even with the attitudes, it's more accepted for a man to speak up and have a problem with something before it is for a woman. These issues, these things, it's like I can't speak up for myself. I can't stand up for myself. They're always like, stand up for yourself, say something. If I stand up for myself or say something, they're not going to allow me to the position that God has placed for me or is destined for me. You'll say, well, how can they not allow you in a position that God is destined for you? And it's like, because they're going to do everything in their power to fight me with everything that they have and keep me from making progress. So I'll never be able to get to that point. It'll take forever. Because I'll have to be, I'll be so distracted and so, you know, worn out from fighting all these unnecessary battles. It's what they're, it's what they do every day. They have me fighting my family, chasing after my family all day, and chasing after children all day. When these things could be handled, and if it was a man, it would have never given me or anyone else such a hard time. So they, they use my family against me to operate through them and keep me back and hold me back and pull me out of positions. And then they say, it's your family. It's your family. It's the people you're surrounding yourself with when it's really them operating through my family, convincing and manipulating my family, using and controlling my family against me in order to be able to do this stuff and not be seen as someone who just doesn't want to see a woman in a position they feel only men are destined for. And, you know, earlier today it was brought into perspective. What happened was they said, you know, 
they said, what is, I kept asking, what does he have in common with my family if he's not just like them? They keep saying, no, y'all two are just alike. Y'all are just alike. But what does he have in common with my family if he's not just like them? He He's always around my family. He's always manipulating my family. He's always using them against me. He's just like them. He's always with them trying to hold me back in life. And I said, what does he have in common with them then? And today was brought into perspective. They said, what he has in common with them is that he won't accept that you're a woman doing all of this. Just like they won't accept that it's you. They don't want to accept that it's you because you're you're their family. They want to see you as how they always seen you. They want to, they don't want to see you as this person that the Lord is using to perform all of these wonderful things and and bring and change change the world. Actually, your family won't accept that. He won't accept that as a woman. That's what he has in common with your family. He doesn't accept you. They don't accept you. He doesn't accept you. And I was like, that's what it is. Because the thing about it is, it feels like you're defending me on a lot of the issues when it's like my family is against me and doesn't want me to do stuff. You're defending me a lot of times. I know that's not fair. I understand what it's like to be treated that way growing up. I understand what it's like to feel like, man, it's always me out of everybody. I'm always picked out of everybody and they're always ganging up against me. And I didn't have to say a word, but I'm always wrong. And it felt like he was defending me for a lot of those different things. And I would always say, so what is it? Isn't that you're living a double life? Where you agree with everything that they're saying, but you're over here really siding with me and understanding what I'm what I'm going through. But you just don't want everybody to know it. You're hiding it. And they kept saying, no, he's not hiding it. He's not hiding it. He knows, you know, he agrees with that. And he's open about it. So I said, so why are you always siding with him? And I'm siding with them and I never got an answer for it. And it just got brought up today. The reason why that he's always siding with them is because I'm a woman and he doesn't want a woman to do everything. It's even in his lyrics to his song. I heard it recently. That was just like, you know, is he really talking about me openly? And the whole world knows about it. And the whole world knows exactly what he's talking about. But still, nobody wants to acknowledge me. I thought it was funny. And I still think it's hilarious. But it's really not. Because it's not fair that I have to go through all of this. But at the end of the day, though God is going to spare my life and God is still going to bring me through it, I still have to suffer through it. I still have to go through each and every single last thing that they take me through because I'm a woman. And a lot of times women who want to back me up. A lot of times women who want to help me. They don't agree with a lot of God's rules. So it's like I can't even I can't even get accept a lot of the help. I can't, you know, I can't make them a part of my team because they don't want to live a certain way in obedience to God's word. And if you don't want to live in obedience to God's word, then I can't really associate myself with that because it's like the Lord is not going to agree with that. The Lord is not going to want to see me in that position because I won't be reflective of who I am destined to be in that position. My attitude has to match up. Attitude is everything. So me accepting help from certain people, I have to take into account that even if I'm accepting help from them, it can't be a permanent thing. It can't be, oh, this is okay, though. It's not okay. So... 
was so messed up about it is a lot of the different things that they don't agree with. I, I'm having trouble understanding too. Like a lot of the different things that women are supposed to not be allowed to do and not, not allowed to say and not allowed to be, but men are. Men are getting away with it every day. Men are not taken out of their positions. Men are not held accountable. Men are not being taken out of Men are not being robbed every single every single mistake that they make for way more than what that mistake was even worth. They're not even being, you know, held back from speaking their mind when they have a problem with something. They can speak up about it and it's not an issue. They're not being ignored by God. He speaks to them. He's still talking to them. Like I am. And the Lord says, well, I'm placing you in a position higher than everybody, but you're not treating me like such. You're not treating me that way. I don't feel that you are because you're ignoring me. You're ignoring me and you're allowing them to continuously do this to me. You're not doing anything about it. And, and you know, the, the idea is that the consequence for the way that they are treating me and everything that they're doing to keep me out of the position is that they won't be able to. And I guess that's you know, yeah, that's great. But I still have to suffer all this unnecessary torture in order to get there. And they're going to make me do this stuff over a million different times before I ever get to be in that position. You're going to let them. Because I just have to be that tough, that much tougher as a woman to be in that position, even though a man would never have to be nowhere near that tough to be in it. But it was brought into perspective because I draw, I'm doing my best to do everything right and do it honestly and not abuse the power that the Lord has given me. But yet still he's allowing them to take it from me and use it for whatever reasons. And then they do the things that I can't even do with it. Where's the consequences for that? And then, you know, something I was just thinking about not too long ago was the Lord said, at least you have your life. It could always be worse. And he's always right. But then on the other end, if I were to walk away from everything right now and not live the life that I'm destined to live, then it wouldn't even be worth living. So I couldn't say, at least I have my life. I couldn't walk off and go live a mediocre life and say, at least I have my life. Because it would be better for me to die right now than to live the rest of my life worshiping Satan or thinking that this kind of behavior is okay. So at least I have my life is not even a valid thing anymore to me. It doesn't feel like it. But I'm always so wrong for cursing my own life. Like, why was I ever even born then? What was the point of me ever even being born? That's what I always understand with Job. What was the point of me ever even being born if you were going to allow it to be like this? You were going to allow these different people to keep me out of position and take everything away from me and treat me as if I have to always submit to their authority when I'm supposed to be above them. When I'm putting in the work to be above them. I always have to have a man backing me up and siding with me. And if that man takes away his, you know, vouching for me, then I have to fight the whole world. 
And then my family, they so easily turn them against me because they cannot accept me. But anyways, I'm in this vision. In this vision, I'm in Dollar General. And what happens is, you know, I'm in the store and I'm going through the store and maybe I'm stealing. It's not me, but, you know, I have to have a hold on my entire family. And I guess that they're there. And so I think that, you know, there was stealing. So they take my mom into custody in the back. And I'm heartbroken about it. Like, I have to get my mom out. But I can't even use my power to get my mother out. Even though it is not even me that stole anything. And if they weren't in my way trying to hold me back from everything I've already earned, nobody around me would have even been stealing. Because I would have had a hold on that and a, and a handle on all of that. But yet still, I'm here responsible. And so, there's all these kids with me. And then they start to try and tear up, you know, the hold that I have. Because I start to realize what it is. You know, in my heart, in their hearts, I'm saying, you know, don't worry. Trust God. Stay focused. Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, you have nothing to fear. And so, they're following me and they're being obedient. And they're not doing certain stuff, even despite the fact that there's so many different people around me trying to distract me and trying to distract them. And they're around and telling them, no, it's okay to do this. Act like this. Act like that. Do all this stuff. You don't have to listen to her. And I'm doing everything I can to keep us out of stuff like this. And mostly having a good handle on it until, you know, I start to realize who I am. And then, you know... I have to use the bathroom. All of a sudden, I have to use the bathroom. And my legs are bound. And I have to prove that I'm strong enough to overcome it. So I have to hobble all the way to the bathroom with my hands and my legs bound. And it is such a, it is such a, you know, it is such a demonstration and example of everything I have to go through right now. I have to accomplish the impossible you know, no, the Lord has to have to be used by God as a perfect vessel and accomplish the impossible. While my legs and my hands are bound, I'm blind and I'm deaf. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I just have to figure it out and I just have to be that strong and I just have to make it through. And all these men around me, they don't have to go through half of what I'm going through. While everyone holds me down and holds me back and stands in my way, this is amazing but I you know somehow I'm still facing these adversities as if I don't deserve the position he's placing me in because I'm still willing to take all of this on despite knowing this is what I go through every day and they don't even know the half of it this is not even half of what I really go through these people are lying they're liars they take credit for my work they never give me credit and I just have to go along with that and then they're allowed to do stuff I cannot do and when I'm wanting to change or fix something I'm seen as the enemy I'm placed aside I'm isolated and they take every opportunity to make me look bad and tear down all my hard work no matter how hard I've been so suffering, being tortured and tormented in order to get this little bit of work done because they're already holding me back. But I saw a couple weeks ago, it was a conversation that was being had and I just saw the look on my face, the scar on my face. It's a scar under my left eye. 
where I was sliced right up underneath my eyes, sliced my face open, you know, in order to save my sister and my niece and my mother. And I said, I want to keep my scar because it is a, it's a physical, obvious, you know, just, it's in a, a depiction, a depiction of all that I've had to go through because of being a woman, because of, you know, what I'm battling and what I'm facing. And at first I didn't realize, I thought I would have to go through this anyways, but it's so much more than I'm going through because I'm a woman, because they can't stand to see a woman stand up and fight for herself. I was, I was, it was revealed earlier that a lot of this stuff, I would, I've been battling with this demon on my back that's been on me and torturing me and tormenting me and keep me, keeping me from my work because I'm focusing so hard to get this demon off my back first because I realized how it's, impacting my work and making my work mediocre when lives could be saved people less people could be you know harmed more people could be spared more work could be done things could be better and this demon is affecting that because it affects my thinking I have to fight it all day it affects my talking I have to fight it all day to to keep from fight from um you know, saying the wrong things in the wrong environments, blurting out all this information that people, you know, can use against me to keep me from my next mission or my next meal. It doesn't even matter. And then, you know, I have to protect my family, chasing them around. And it just blurts everything, all my information out all day. And they're using it. They're using it against me because they don't want to see a woman in this position. And I'm fighting past all of this. And it could have been taken off of me from the jump. But the reason why they won't take it off of me is because I won't submit to their authority because I won't bow down to them because that's what I'm supposed to do as a woman. Even though the Lord has destined me for this position as a leader, they would never do this to a man. And so they're placing more demons on me. They're putting more demons in my heart to keep me from being my real self. Because they're afraid of what that looks like. They're afraid of a woman in that position. They know it changes things forever. They expect for a woman to bow down to men and allow the man to do it. No way that you're going to be in that position. No way you deserve to be in it. No way you can handle that. So we're going to make everything ten times harder for you to prove that you can handle it. And I said this months ago. If I am, not, I, if I wasn't crazy, like not if I wasn't crazy, but. I know I'm not crazy, but if I wasn't mistaken, I would have I would have been sure that they were making everything much harder for me in order to get me out of the way. And they laughed in my face. They laughed in my face and they continuously laughed in my face about it. Like, that's exactly what we're doing. We're making everything 10 times harder for you because we want to get you out the way. We actually want to eliminate you. We do not even want to see you succeed. We don't want you to have it. We're not trying to help you. We're trying to hurt you. We're trying to get you out of the way. We're trying to get you out of here. We're trying to kill you and take you off so we can never see a woman in that position. They're trying to do that. And yes, the Lord is sparing my life. But, you know, I've battled with this since I was 12 years old. And I think that I, my whole life I've just always known my destiny. Because for me to have been, 
you know, battling with these things and wishing that I was never even born at 12 years old when it seems like there was no real reason. I must have known what's going on in the spirit. I must have known the destiny of my life and I must have known what I was going to have to deal with. And I know that I did because the Lord showed me. He showed me what I would have to face and what I would have to battle. And now I'm going through it right now. He showed me at 12 years old. And this will be done if it weren't for the fact that I'm a woman. So, I have to be grateful because because of the calling on my life, I'm, you know, showing so much opportunity to change things forever moving forward. But it's so unfair how I work so hard and the things that I work so hard for, you know, I'm nearly killed for, I'm risking my life for every single day and I never get a break and I'm tortured and I'm wishing for my own death. And these people just snatch it up off me. They take my stuff and they wear it and they do whatever they want to do with it. And I can't even do that with it. I have to be very careful where I step with my own power that I've worked hard for and had to work 10 times over for. These people snatch it, they take it, and they use it so freely. And nothing ever happens to them. Nobody ever does anything or says anything. I've seen it. When they do it, nothing is said. It's silence. It's quiet. When I do it, it's such an uproar. It's an entire crowd rooting against me. But nobody even cares and it's not going to change. So in this vision, I'm looking for a bathroom. They're trying not to even let me get a bathroom. In order to make this so much harder for me. So I don't know what happened. But I had to submit something over even to get a bathroom. So I go. I find a bathroom. And you know. I knew something was up when I was looking for the woman's bathroom. And they were chuckling. They were laughing. And you know. A big thing happened. Like a woman's bathroom. Why are you looking for a woman's bathroom? And I realized they have me hiding behind a man. But I realized that last night when I was talking about the plagues that the Lord sent to Pharaoh for to let his people go. And, you know, somebody was bragging and talking about how they would never fight a woman. They would never fight a woman. They would just have to fight the men with my power or with everything that I've earned because they've already set it up so that, you know, these men have access to my power at any given moment and can snatch it up off me at any given moment if I don't fight and be willing to die for it. Every second of every day, no matter what it is, even if it's to go to a bathroom. So I realized it because there were gnats. And I, I thought, like, that's one of the plagues. That's one of the plagues of God on, on Egypt. And, you know, it was something about a joke about female gnats. So you're fighting female gnats. And it was just like, so that's what it's about. It's about the fact that I'm a woman. And I'm just like, man, so why did you make me a woman if you need all of this stuff done? And I'm the one to do it. No one can do it better than me. Nobody's destined for that position more than me. So why would you make me a woman if you knew that they were going to be this difficult with seeing a woman ever get there? And it's like, I should be so proud because I'm paving the way for women, right? Sometimes it's difficult to even be that because there's so many women who don't even want to see me in the position either.
men and women alike are fighting against me actively. But then in the vision, back to the vision, I go to the bathroom and then all I hear is like, you know, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming. You know, hide, run, do something. I'm like, I don't, why would I fear them? Why would I run? I'm not running. Like, I fear God alone. And things just got so weird because they really believe that I should be scared. I'm like, okay, I'm not, I'm not new to this. I've dealt with this before, but it was still something just so different about it. It was still something just so weird about it. And so for a second, I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll just oblige. And I went to the bathroom and I hid behind this door in the bathroom. And it was like, climb out the window. But it was like, no, don't go that far. And then that's when I was coming out the door and I saw these people running up and they had weapons and they were looking for me, I guess. But I guess I turned into like three different people. And then like my brother ran up and he was like, I'll fight him, you know. I got it. Then they killed my brother. I saw my brother laying on the on the ground with blood. He was barely twitching, barely moving. And I realized that that's what they've been attacking this whole time, my family, who's been fighting for me. But it's so difficult to help them or control them because they want to do what they want to do. They don't agree with, you know, being 100% obedient to God's truth and word. They don't accept me. So oftentimes they have their own agendas and I have to support their agendas because the Lord, you know, it's not the Lord, but it's just nobody wants to see a woman do it. So I have to use my brothers. And then my brothers do what they want to do. And they say, well, if you don't let me do what I want to do, well, then you're just not going to get it done because they're not going to let you do it. And then it's my fault. It's my fault when they go do whatever they're doing. I'm responsible, even though I wouldn't have done it that way, but they won't let me do it because I'm a woman. It's not fair. It's not fair. Because I have to be held responsible for each and every single last thing that they do in my power. If they go try and get a, a, a deal with Satan, it's my fault. I got to deal with Satan. If they go and, you know tear down an entire community it's my fault I tore down the community because they used my power for it but how is that fair when I can't use my power because I'm a woman but you know what I've been actively fighting this and I'm just I'm just facing another you know another opponent that you know really doesn't see me as fit to lead and I'm going to have to overcome them too or the Lord is going to have to fight this battle for me because at this point I don't know I saw earlier that they were going to try and hand me over to my enemy and then take everything away from me and leave me with nothing if it's even my enemy because I don't have enemies or the enemy of me and I don't even I don't really fear that but it's just a simple fact that I already know that they're going to actively work against me to make sure that this hurts me And it's so unfair because I have to drag my family with me. They don't even want to be there. It's torture for everybody. I have to drag them with me. Then I'm not allowed to say certain things. I'm not allowed to be myself. It's torture. And I can't live like this. It's not fair.
But then again, at the same time, I can't go do anything else. But as I said, a couple weeks ago, I saw acknowledgement. I was acknowledged, not even on the level that I should be. But I was acknowledged for everything that they've taken me through and everything that I've gone through because I'm a woman. And I saw the scar on my eye. And the Lord left it there because I asked him to. He said I was going to leave it there anyways because I knew you would ask me to. Because it's a demonstration. It's a depiction. I don't want to look so super pretty and, you know, perfect as if this stuff is pretty and perfect everything I've gone through you know having my whole face sliced open even if even though if that were a man they would have never allowed that to happen to him nothing would have he wouldn't his face wouldn't have been touched his body wouldn't have been touched but this is what I go through so y'all like my scar because it is an example of the world we live in and the adversities that out that we will face because men don't want to see a woman in a certain position. And we think it's a... I don't like to talk about this stuff because it feels like it's so in division. It's a man and woman issue. It's a black and white issue. It's a rich or poor issue. And it's not about any of those things. But it's, it's just things I have to face and fight every day. So I don't want to single one thing out. But I know that this me being a woman thing has trumped every other issue. Black or white, rich or poor. It has trumped every other issue, I think. Because it's a rich or poor issue almost every day. They use their money against me. Because I don't have money, it's like I can't get a job. I can't you know, be out in this world. I can't even get my work done. I can't get my important government files in the mail. You know, because I'm black, you know, it's sometimes I can't even, you know, I can't even get upset about things. I can't be allowed in certain rooms. I have to behave in a certain manner at all times. I have to always stay calm and allow things to happen to me. And then the fact that I'm a woman. Even after I've overcome the rich or poor and I've overcome the black or white, the fact that I'm a woman is like, you know, we would never want to see you in this position. It gets to a point when it's about a woman. We don't even care if you're rich or poor or if you're black or white. If you were a man, we would have still appreciated that more. So... I don't want to sound like I'm complaining. Don't want to sound like I'm not appreciative of everything that God has given me. Though I feel I'm being ignored and I'm suffering over time. I don't even feel like myself. I'm always somebody new every day. Because if they're just allowed to possess my body. As I said... They don't let this happen to men who's done all the work that I've done. 
it's like you're letting that happen to you oh my gosh and they're laughing and they're letting it happen and they're rooting for this kind of stuff to happen and they're happy every time it happens i just heard them celebrate celebrating my downfall all of them even the entire city that the lord has sent me to protect they all celebrated yay and i was like i knew i wasn't crazy when I thought I heard y'all celebrating every single time I failed. Y'all celebrate at the sound of someone killing me and taking me out. And I'm actually sent here to help y'all. And you know, if the Lord never sent me, who knows what would have happened here. But y'all gonna celebrate at me dying. That's hilarious, you know, but it's really not funny. But nobody would never understand what it's like to be in my shoes, yet people always have opinions on how I should be handling or dealing with it. So I'm going to do what I can. I'm going to survive this as much as I possibly can. And hopefully the Lord shows mercy on my situation, even though this is so unfair. But we'll see. Because I know it's not going to change. It's still going to keep allowing these individuals to get away with what they're doing. Like, they're literally trying to snatch me out of all my progress with one, with this one thing that's happened. And then people always say, you're, you're like a man. You're like a man. You respond like a man because I have to. Because I have to. I cannot sh- show any sign of being a woman at all. Or they're going to hold it against me. They're going to prevent me from making progress. I have to be more of a man than they are men. And I can't even count how many times they've offered different people in a position that I'm in. A better position. Like, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to be down here. You should be way up here. Because they thought it was a man when it was me. And I couldn't accept it because the people who are really covering it up and hiding me knows that it's me. And also on top of that, I don't respect that anyways. How are you going to give somebody a position, a better position, and offer it to them just because they're a man? But if you knew that it was a woman, you you would want me in a lesser position. And I always have the same, I have people around me all the time, always around me talking about some, oh, 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 I thought you said, oh, but, oh, but now you want to, oh, now you want to change things. Oh, no, we're holding you accountable for that. And they're only doing that because I'm a woman. But then I hear people say, you know, man, your life is so exciting. I wish my life was exciting like that. It's so great to be you. You you have no idea. You should be grateful for what you have. And it's like, no, you're right. You're right. I should be grateful for what I have. You're absolutely 100% right. You can never be wrong about that. But, you know, I never want to get smarter or sound funny about it. But I just want to, I just, I wonder what kind of attitude you would have if you were me going through everything I'm going through, facing everything that I'm facing, dealing with the same issues time and time again, seeing hardly any change. And it's always so funny. It's just always a joke. 
you know, this is not a joke. This is my life on the line. They wouldn't have me chasing after these different individuals. They would have these individuals put in their place. But because they can use these individuals, every time they get upset about the fact that I'm a woman doing what I'm doing, they allow these individuals to plague me and do whatever they want to do. And it's so unfair. But the Lord said everybody in the world is going to be jealous of the position that I'm being placed in. Each and every single last person is jealous of me. It's not one person that stands with me, not even the person that he sent. Even he's jealous. And I don't care what nobody say. Everybody said, no, he's not. Yes, he is. The Lord said he is. He does never tell a lie. Every single last person is jealous, all of them. That's what I got to deal with. I just got to be grateful for the help that I'm getting. Even when I'm, I'm already capable, proven that I'm capable time and time again to have surpassed these situations a million times over. But yet here I still sit at the bottom fighting with everything that I have to get back up, even though I'm so tired from already fighting past these positions 10 times. And it's funny and it's okay and they're getting away with it. But it's okay. As the Lord said, I will prevail. I will make it through no matter what they do. I just have to have confidence in him and faith in him and and get through this. Here I am fighting each and every single last person battles and I got to put myself last. And every single time it comes down to it, everybody walks away with everything they deserve and I'm left with nothing. And I've just been wondering how long it's going to take to see a change in it. I wonder if I ever will. Every single time I turn my back, the things that they have me struggling with, the things that they're holding me back from, the things that they are putting so much pressure on me for, they just pick it up and they go. We could have been there. That that was easy. But we just don't want to see you do it. It is what it is, though. As I said, you know, I wonder... You know, how appreciative they would be if I never was here at all. Never doing nothing that I did or changing anything or helping anything. Because it's amazing to me how the Lord compared this situation to, you know, Moses freeing our people from 400 years of bondage from Pharaoh. And, you know, in the Bible, it says that our people cried out for 400 years to be free from that slavery. But then when they were in the wilderness, took it for granted and complained the entire time. Sounds a lot like what's going on here. They can sit up here and pretend like they were okay. But I'm pretty sure before God sent me, they did nothing but cry out to him and ask for him to deliver them of this situation. Now look at them, unappreciative of the Savior, the Savior, the prophet, the vessel that he sent. I'm not a prophet or a savior, but I am a vessel. But whatever you call me, it's amazing. 
Nobody asks you to come here. Nobody asks you to do any of this. Nobody asks you to be the sacrificial anything. Nobody asks you to do this stuff. But you ask God. Because he didn't send me here for no reason on this assignment. But that's okay. I should be used to it. I I feel like I'll never get used to this, though. I feel like I'll never get used to this. And I definitely don't ever want to teach a little girl to get used to it. This is sad. But as I said, it's not going to change. Well, I can't say it's not going to change. When the Lord has sent me here to change it. So... So we'll see what happens because at the end of the day, no matter how to, how much I go through and how much they laugh in my face and how much they torture me and torment me and make me sit at the bottom when I really deserve the top, you know, no matter how much they take me through, what it comes down to is they always wince at the fact that they're not going to be able to change my destiny and my destiny is to be on top in a position never seen before as a leader. Nobody's going to be able to change that or take that away from me regardless. So, that's what it is, you know. I just have to stay focused on my destiny, you know. They wish more than anything in this world that they could change that part. They wish more than anything in this world that everything that they was taking me through would change that or make a difference in the fact in the outcome of this situation. They won't be able to change the prophecy or not going to be able to stop anything. But by all means, have at it. You know, never get tired of doing what you're doing and being who you are, actively working against me, even though it won't have changed it in the end. So, that's where I'm at.